What's up, sexy listeners? You're listening to Think Twice, the number one podcast on the interweb, with your host, Max Showtime Shober and Montebello's finest. Let's go, baby. I know I had a picture of somebody that looked like you in like a restaurant. Yeah, at a restaurant. At a restaurant. Yeah, he was an older dude. Hold too. on, I had that picture still. My memory's not oh, Snapchat. Oh wait, I do remember. Yeah, I, 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 that was me. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that one. Oh shit. So besides that, have you ever been told you look like anyone else? No. No. Never gotten that. Andy Sykes. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Back in the day, you could probably get a Nikki Six. Too. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, that one. That's Ephraim mixed with the guy from the Black Keys. Yeah. The, the nose and the and this. Yeah, the dude from yeah. the Black Keys. No, no, old you, you know? Because I, I want to I have that when I'm his age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much you weigh right now? Like 145? I don't know. I've been uh, doing a lot of chicken and steak, getting back to it. Because I just started yesterday, like the full real because right after that I'm just gonna sign up dude I've been fucking juicing the last two weeks dude <laughs> and I'm down 10 pounds but holy shit it's a pain in the end but then I've been following Gordon Ramsay he does it he does like he puts a lot of butter up in that fucking like plate and then he like Ooh, the steak yeah. does like, some butter bro and like some rosemary on the freaking cast iron grill or cast iron uh, pan or whatever put it on the grill bro just I throw my steak on the grill, put salt on each side, and like that's it. I like that. I like it like that. Or sometimes the garlic salt. Garlic salt, yeah. delicious. Oh yeah, throw some garlic in there too. The best side to to a steak is a beer. That's it. Like if you didn't steak with that beer, you're missing out. What's your favorite beer with the steak? Right? Oh, with the steak, man, that's tough. But if it's with the steak, man, I gotta say I like. You guys ain't gonna like my answer, but I like Budweiser with steak. Budweiser, that's a, that's that's. Are you recording right now? My what? Are you recording right now? Yeah. Oh, we do. <laughs> Figured I'm like, let's see. I he put I the phone down. Yeah. A little sneaky with it. <laughs> it's gotta be natural, you know. Yeah, the people yeah. want the people want it raw. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Whether it's in the bedroom Mom or like the podcast. No, no spit. I think my favorite beer with the steak is Blue Moon always. Blue Moon with the. Uh, did you put orange in it? Oh, you oh, have yeah, to. Yeah. You have to put it in I got this one time. I went to Zips. They didn't give me an orange with my blue one. I was like, what the fuck See, is this? See, how cool is that that they branded their name to, like, an orange, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, so, that, that's that's hard to do. Yeah. Like, everyone knows if you're going to have a blue one, you're going to have an orange well, with it. It's orange not a, yeah. And it's going to be hanging out the glass in mm-hmm. a circle. Yeah, yeah. consider it like a lager beer, man. Oh, what? Because it has, like, some citrus. Yeah, it's a wheat beer. Wheat beer. Wheat beer. Yeah, and it's pretty good, but I bought a six-pack of it the other day, and I couldn't finish it. Why not? I can't, well, I, I can't okay. do the bottle, though. It has to be yeah. draft for draft some reason. Draft here, yeah, yeah. It, it has to be draft. Dude, no way. Dra- or, yeah. Okay, I guess. I guess that's why I don't like it out yeah. of a bottle, because that's why I got it. But I like every every beer out of a bottle better. What do you guys think of uh, Blue Ribbon? Well, Pass. 
Blue Ribbon, I mean, I, yeah. I thought it was an okay beer. It has a bad reputation. It's kind of known as, like, the cheap beer. You yeah. Know? Is that the only bad reputation it has? I mean, cheap. it's fine. Like, it doesn't taste terrible. You know, I can drink it. But if you can, I mean, I've been drinking enough to where I can compare it really well, like, with Budweiser. Because Budweiser is more, like, dull and tart. And then you have, like, Stella, which mm-hmm. is, like, really skunky and sharp. And when you smell it, it reminds you of Bud. Yeah, it's a yeah, copy. Yeah, that's, yep, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's say on a cheap day, you just want to say, yeah, let's go with Blue Ribbon. Tastes like Budweiser in a way. Fuck it, right? Blue Ribbon? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's more similar to a Budweiser. And Budweiser is kind of just like the working man's beer, you know? It's kind of just like yeah. a, a working man's beer, and I like that. Yeah. You know? It's not too fancy, it's just a. Bad and Bud Light, maybe Miller Light. You know, Bud Light here in Arizona, every Hispanic family drinks Bud Light. Yeah, it's no, crazy. Every, every Hispanic family drinks yeah, Bud Light. My, my parents hate Bud Light. Really? Yeah. They, uh, that's the party, that's the beer you take to parties and you don't like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anytime you go to, oh, when you, when you know That's the safe party, beer? That's the safe beer to go with? But like, well, it's, it's just like, it's the like kind of beer you're just gonna like chill with right there. You can buy a whole 30 pack yeah, of and then you can drink with the compas. You just yeah. gonna be like, you know, I'm just chill. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I'm talking about beer. I need a pickup. Here's your, can you hold that beauty, please? I gotta like, let go of everything now. Yeah, thousands of dollars in here. Yeah, I can't lie. This is a thousand dollars. What kind of guitar is that? It's a Gibson Les Paul, bro. Gibson Les Paul? Whose is that? Mine. You'd be oh, more specific. Shit. Next is a standard, custom. It's just the just random, bro. Just standard, I believe. Because this, this is a beauty. standard 2016 model. I put in work on it, as you can tell by the little. Uh, yeah, bro, look at vintage look. The vintage yeah. look down there, yeah. Yeah, do some more damage to that thing, man. Oh, see, he's helping. <laughs> he's slamming that guitar, bro. I'm done. Wow. It's a thing of beauty. Oh, that's beautiful. Go up a fret. There you go. Man, I was going to a guitar player real quick, just so I can hear what a guitar player sounds like. Oh, and lose the button. <laughs> yeah, how long have yeah, you been man, playing that play. on that church now? At this church I'm at right now, bro, about two and a half years. Let's just say overall. Overall, yeah, yeah. almost ten years. Ten about years. eight, God, eight, nine years. years. It's hard. It's crazy to believe now that you're a ten years into the guitar. Ten years for real. Yeah, dude. Like, it's crazy. And Louis been, bro. This motherfucker was in diapers playing guitar for him. No, no I was not the womb playing guitar. Man. No, I wasn't playing guitar much, <laughs> much longer than Hector. We kind of, we kind of got into it. Not not too far from each other. I think it was more influence on music though. Just wanting to play your favorite tunes, you know. That's always like the goal. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we could go back to that back at the disco. Fuck uh, dude. That it, hair flip. Dude, there's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was one. Well, he just had me learn, and we never like actually played. I think we played it once with Daniel. It was like stay together for the kids. Oh yeah. You guys play that as a band, like together? Yeah. That's dope. So when we were in a church. You know, when we were done practicing, we got a little bit of free time. So Hector was playing bass and guitar? Yeah, I was playing guitar and Daniel was on the drums. And we were huge Blink fans at the time, so, you know. Damn it was always one of them. But we would never seen the lyrics because we were in church on the altar. Gotcha. And, you know, we were going to do the Lord like that at the time. One of the hardest ones by Blink was What's My Age Again? Like, oh, yeah. So bad. It's just a lot of fingering. You guys, something interesting started training online that I want to 
you guys want to talk about, do you guys know anything about that Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Is that like a serial killer or whatever? Yeah, bro. It's yeah. supposed to be some disturbing shit that, that Netflix just dropped. It's something about, like, he's actually doing some confessions. Or, like, he's just talking about, like, what he's thinking in general when he does these killings. Yeah, like, Ted wow. Bundy was one effed up dude. I would love to get into the mind of this motherfucker. This guy's nuts. And I was like, isn't he, like, the most famous guy in in serial killer history here in America? Yeah, I know he's one of them for sure. Is he the guy that was like the, the cult following thing? Uh, was yeah, that no, him? That's no, that was Mad This guy's the one that killed like a lot of women, I believe. Yeah, in order to get a cult, you gotta be sharp. You gotta be smart to yeah. a cult. That's a lot. Of so work. I was watching this like documentary that reminded me a lot about you, Max. Oh. Uh, because it had to do with business. And, nice, I like it. But it was like the the bad side of business. I mean, the only reason why it reminded me of you because it had to do with some type of business. Right? Not <laughs> oh, because of the bad shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> but this dude, I guess, was so successful. His name was uh, Billy um, Billy McFarlane. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No, not, not at all. So it's this guy. I, I don't know too, too much about him. But I guess he's like a really young, or he was a really young, like hotshot dude that had a bunch of money. And he tried to start this app called like the Fire app or something. So he he promoted this this app with like a video of like a festival, like the the fire festival, which was supposed to be like a millennial Woodstock. Yo, this sounds like me, bro. I got videos of being in like this big old crowd of people mm-hmm. with the fire in the middle and the marshmallow. <laughs> I'll post yeah. that on Instagram so then, tomorrow with the video. Like that, I've been there literally. Yeah. So the the whole purpose of this app was to connect a consumer with different celebrities to get them to party. Uh, to get them to perform at their parties. It's kind of like a Tinder for celebrities. Nice. You know, That's a good idea. It interacts, you know, it helps you uh, contract celebrities a lot easier. But <clears throat> when he was promoting it, he kind of promoted this fake event called the Fire Festival. And it, it, it was said to have a bunch of like different artists, a bunch of bands, you know, a big old festival that was just going to celebrate music and art. And it was going to be in the Bahamas. And it was... Uh, Idea by Ja Rule and this, this kid, um, Billy McFarlane. So the whole thing was a scam, dude. All these people, all these rich people were buying into it, you know, wanting tickets. And uh, even got to the point where uh, Billy wasn't paying out the workers. Or, you know, he was just relying on investors to, you know, get them out of the hole. And he was just talking about how every day was a problem, you know, like. He'd always be on the phone like, okay, you know, man, we need these numbers. We're bleeding, we're bleeding, we're bleeding. And like at the end of the day, you're like, oh, okay, cool. We got an investment in, you know, we're good for that day. But the next day it'd be even worse. It's just something you need to check out, man. It's yeah, that sounds crazy. awesome. And that's basically what business is, except for the part where you're screwing people. You know, in yeah. real business, you don't want to screw people because then they don't come back. Homeboy's know? in prison right now, doing six yeah, years. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he deserves years. to do that. Only six years, years dude. Six years? Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. And a lot of white. people... Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I heard that, like... Oh, man, there was something else I read something about... Uh, I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it, gentlemen. I'll get back to it. Right, he'll, he'll be right back. Other than that, heck, <laughs> I like your fucking Toy Story shirt, bro. I think it's lit. Target, bro. Eight bucks. Target. Eight bucks. Yeah. Dude, that's a fine right I thought that was a hot, hot topic. I thought it had Target. Yeah. Target's had to plug, bro. The Target's been Target's putting in work. They were, like, way different 10 years yeah. ago. They adapted really well. Lower your prices on the orange juice, man. <laughs> Yo, Target got some 
some fluctuating prices from region to region though, because I noticed that the, the Target on 16th Street and uh, in Camelback is way more expensive than like and the Target on 19th Avenue. Because of the location? Yeah. Yeah. And and they also they target like the millennial uh, women. They target they, they change their target market from like our moms to like the millennial women. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like really young girls shopping in there that yeah. really like Target now. I didn't have that reputation before. And I don't know. Yeah, if you go to Target now, like there's a lot more younger women between the age of say like 18 to like 32 ish, instead of when they were targeting our moms, because our moms are all getting in the 40s. Now, I target right? your moms too, don't worry. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> so, you know, so, 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 <laughs> the 50s and stuff. Hot to kids. Target more, bro. Probably find me a white girl there for the papers. <laughs> Yo, Target's a good spot. The one on 19th in Calabac, you know it's in the bad area. I almost got something like that, but I'll I think you'll find a wife there. That's Bethany, isn't it? Not yeah, Calabac. Bethany. Yeah. yeah. I live right next to one too, right there off uh, 75th and Encanto. Damn, bro, now everyone knows who Just FYI. That's it around there, right? I'm not saying you like. You see, I'm location. Location. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just in that area. I mean, even then, I'm always posting about it. What would you do if someone actually like went up to you and like, hey, I was listening to Think Twice and, you know, <laughs> someone told me to go up to the nearest hunk and. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I see you. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you got to see you, bro. Yeah. I see you. No, you don't. <laughs> Thank you for the beer, whoever bought it. Of course, man. Max? My pleasure. Thank you. Shout out to Max. Shout out to CBS. Yep, CBS got you when you need a minute crunch. <sighs> I've actually never had a Budweiser. This is your first Budweiser. Yeah. Nice. How is it? Hold on. So I have a friend. Shout out to Chase Thompson. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me your uh, beer review on Budweiser. The rules are: take one sip, give it a rating. Let's see. Yeah, give us a little description. <laughs> it's a little bitter, but it's smooth. It's not too harsh on the throat. Might <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. No, yeah, I could put a, I could put a couple down. It's not like an APA or anything. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of IPAs. Are you? No, is not at all. No? Is that a pale ale beer? Uh, no, no IPA is just a different general. Yeah. It stands for. Uh, oh man, I remember what it stands for. Indian pale ale. Yeah, I, I don't I know about the fruit, fruit beer. It's just too much, but. Yeah, and it's cool how every beer has got like a different uh, different vibe. You know, some of them are a little heavier, some of them are lighter. And mm-hmm. You get to choose how you feel at that time. Have you guys had shock tops yet? Yeah, I have. How are they? They're almost the same as blue ones, honestly. Are they? They're not bad, but it's like it's like if the restaurant you're at doesn't have a blue moon, mm-hmm. shock top would be the way to go. Yeah, it's like. Never heard of that. Okay, so Shock Top is like Blue Moon's like punk teenage son. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a soap, like a mohawk or something. Like, is that design looking rock and rollish or what? Yeah, it's yeah. rock and rollish. Yeah, it's actually an orange little mohawk, bro. Fuck yeah. Oh, wait, I think I've seen that. Yeah? yeah. Now that we. If you really want to get fancy with beer, though, it's like this bar on like 3rd Street in Jefferson or Washington, one of the two. Ooh, let me know. The squealing pig, bro. Squealing pig. The squealing pig. Something like that. But like, we walked in there one time, and the guy was like, we were asking, like, oh, what kind of beer you guys got? He was like, basically, if that beer has a commercial, it's not in here. 
Really? They do all craft beers, all imported. Yeah, I've been a few places. Not like, like yeah, you can you won't you will not get like a, a hipster beer. spot. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> it's fun because it makes you choose something you never would have had yeah. before. That's dope. What's it called again? Piggy. The squealing pig. <laughs> Piggy. <laughs> Piggy. <laughs> squealing piggy. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time you had a beer, Louie. First time I had a beer? Yeah. Very young. Bro, <laughs> same. Very young. It's like growing up Mexican is kind of thing. I can't, I can't like, even tell you, bro. I think exactly. Was it it's one? Like, you know, literally, was it one year old? No, I was a one year old. Not I don't that. think so. Bro, it's in your blood, bro. It's just in your blood. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you might have been six. Six? Oh, yeah, I, was like, I was a little older. But when you say, you know, like, you never get like a full beer, but like you taste it for the first time. Like, oh, no, 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 no. For me, bro, my deals, they were like, he old enough. I was still in a, I was still using a bottle, man. You're like, here your type of juice. Okay, so let me right, ask So I was that drunk little baby at the party. That's wild. Let me that was in Mexico, right? Dude, that's the last one. I was back in Mexico. <laughs> let me ask y'all uh, a kind of bitter question. Did you guys really enjoy beer the first time you drank it? Oh, no. It was or is it more like, oh, yeah, because you thought it was like a cool thing to do. You know, oh, yeah, I drank beer. I remember beer. the first time I, I sipped it. I was like, why did my dad drink this? But then it kind of grows on you and you like it. Now that I remember, I think the first time I actually drank a whole beer was Christmas of like 2007 because I put it on my MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I had a profile picture of me drinking the Corona on my MySpace with the brown Quicksilver uh, fucking sweater. <laughs> 2007, <laughs> how old were you, 13? Yeah, 13. That's, that's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Bro, MySpace was the shit. You could choose a background, you could choose music to yeah. play with. Yeah. You could choose who you fuck with the most. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can do that on Instagram now too. You have your little top friends and everything mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's close friends, right? Close friends. Yeah. Like that, yeah. You didn't even have to go by your real name. You can go by <laughs> XX <laughs> Max XX. You would own photos. Would you ever? Did you ever own anybody's photo? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You can own somebody's or like uh, when like, yeah, like like the picture credits or whatever. Yeah, yeah like photo comment for photo comment <laughs> owned by <photo. laughs> yeah. like for like. It's you. The little surveys you used to do on your on your uh, your timeline or whatever. Yeah. Like for a follow. Even the early Facebook days were a little cringy, like that. Like for to be honest and stuff. TBH people still running that. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. There's some people that just on Instagram like what? I haven't seen the TBH in a while. Well, it's, it's transferring over bad. to the ask me a question on Instagram. So yeah. a lot of the MySpace things went over to Instagram and, and Facebook, but that ask me a question thing is pretty fun though, especially when you're on like on a, yeah, on a road trip or whatever. Six hour drive, you got nothing to do. Hey, ask me questions right there. Yeah, definitely. They got like three or four straight saying, get off the phone and stay, you know, pay attention to the road. <laughs> you worry me when you road trip. I know you stay on your fucking phone. Because <laughs> I've been next to you. <laughs> I do. Yeah, it's that Verizon, bro. I get signal everywhere. Oh, bro. Every time yeah. I send you a snap, it's open within like 15 seconds. I'm like, yo, he's just going to reply right back. I need to text his man real quick. I know. That's the guy you can always count on. Yeah. Right? He'll always answer because they have his phone on him. See now that's been a little that's been a little less recently. I've been at work and where I'm like busy as soon as I clock in. Oh yeah. And I won't reply for like two to three hours because I won't have my phone on me. I'll leave it at my desk, we'll do what I gotta do. So I'll hit you up after 10 a.m. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to get anything from me in Monday after through Friday 10 after 10 a.m. <laughs> be the best time to hit me up. How much do you sleep? Depends. Because you don't sleep a lot, oh, man. You up all the time. I'm up like Maybe midnight, 12.30. I get up at 5.30 for work. 
So do you sleep about five hours, five hours yeah. consistently? Yeah. Nice. I wish I could do that. Except for last night, bro. I fell asleep like around 9.30. I was out. I woke up at 5.30. I fell asleep at work. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't, I don't like that. I hate being tired the next day, so I need like enough, you know. Eight hours of sleep, though. What's what enough for you? Well, well, sometimes I can run on five. Sometimes I can run seven. Sometimes I need like ten. Depends. Yeah, depends on the week. So, like, if I get a day off, I usually just like uh, catch up on sleep. Yeah. And then yeah. I get a, you know, a tw- uh, sometimes a ten or a twelve hour sleep, and it makes up for like two days where you that's couldn't a, sleep. That's cool. I think eight hours, seven hours is perfect. Yeah, I try to do seven, so eight hours. Yeah, I hate probably, when you have a day yeah. off, bro. You ain't doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like a recharge. Yeah. yeah. But there's, dude, I hate oversleeping, especially it's like on a day that you finally get a day to yourself yeah. and you wake up like at 10, 10, 30, 11, and you're like, man, I could have been up since like, hey, doing some shit, you know? So that's a good point. What do you like to do on your days to yourself? Lately, I like to go fish super early, like at six in the morning. Yeah, you dude. caught that habit. Like, how'd you even start it with that whole fishing thing? Uh, buddy from work, dude. He was just always talking about largemouth bass, largemouth bass, you know, like, oh, bass are on this day, bass are on. And, like, I've always been, like, an animal fanatic. I don't know if you guys, you know, that's one of the things you guys know less than me, but I love animals. Dude. <laughs> and I was like, yo, what's up with the bass? And he's like, you want to come out? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't have any, any gear. Oh, what a sportsman. So I bought a little cheap $25 setup, a couple plastic ones, and we went out. I didn't catch shit for like three weeks, but I was getting disappointed. And my, my boy, the one that, you know, from work, he was like, dude, I promise you they're out here. I promise you they're out here. And no fish. I would never get any fish. Until uh, so one day, you know, I was just trolling along a little worm. And I get like, I got snagged, like I got hooked onto something and I just reel that sucker in and it's a fucking large amount of bass. Look at this! I have a picture too, I got so excited. <laughs> and ever since then, dude, I got the itch, bro. Like, I'm like, just being out there sometimes, you know? Just like, not worrying about anything, just, you know. It's almost like a form of meditation. Yeah, right? it really is, man. Just being out there until fucking golfers like, hey, we're fucking golfing you. Like, you can't be here. Alright, cool, no, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but ever since then, man, that's how I got into fishing. See, I've only been, I've only done fishing like when I'm out in like Colorado. <clears throat> when I pay, oh, Mike Steele's out there like fishing uh, for like for food, or whatever. Oh yeah. First time I ever fished, I was like 11, 12 years old, really? something like that. Kind of sort of fish about that big or so. Do you remember what what uh, species it was? Uh, you said knew, Colorado. I just knew it went down. My stomach pretty good. You said Colorado? <laughs> Colorado, yeah. What time, of year, what time of year was it? Um, February? You probably caught a trout. So my oh, man knows his hey. stuff. Yeah, we probably fishing. caught a trout. Hey, is it? Is it? I just know there was still snow up in the mountains. Bro. Yeah, it was a trout. <laughs> it was for sure a trout. How do you feel about eating catfish? Uh, <laughs> not from the not from the canals. Yeah, I guess. Or, or any ponds. You yeah. know, I'm just thinking from the ocean in general. Would you eat catfish? Yeah, yeah or a river, river, yeah. Or no, river. I'm just saying, because people are just... Catfish are bottom feeders, so that's why. Yeah, there. but... So it's or shrimp. But shrimp is amazing, ceviche and all that. You but I mean, that's fine. You can eat it. It's still like, you know, it's, just, it's still life. You know, life eats life is what it is. But yeah, you I mean, they, they like might all be... All the time. They might be bottom feeders, but what that sometimes means is like... Literal meaning they feed from the bottom, so they ambush, yeah, yeah. you know, they wait for little fish or something. They don't just eat like they'll eat snails and stuff like that, but you know, they're eating other fish, so that's why people, you know, cook them up. And catfish get big, dude. You can get some like 50 pound catfish out in like rivers and stuff, 
and that'll feed you for like weeks. That's, that's gonna be a pretty cool feeling, like catching something yourself, cooking it, eating yeah, it. Cooking, yeah, yeah, dude, it's very primal. Yeah. <laughs> I think Japan has the best fish, man. We gotta go to Japan for some real seafood. Exotic. You think so? Well, see, dude, the, way, the way my papers are set that's not gonna happen anytime soon. We can do California, that's, yeah. as, that's as fresh as we can get for now. And once we get the papers, we definitely have to try out Japan. Bro, what are the best fish tacos you've ever tried? Uh, that's one of some of my friend's mom's for tacos. Yeah, it had to be yeah. something like that too. Yeah. yeah, my friend's mom's for tacos. You guys ever go to San Diego, man? There's this place called El Jefe Tacos. It's right along Jefe the border tacos. of Mission Beach, bro. Uh -huh. Best, Best fish tacos, man. Yeah. Okay, so here, hear me here. <laughs> <laughs> this spring and summer, I want to go out to Barlet and I want to invite you. I can't that there actually. I'm kind of fish about that big. It's like an hour and a half from here. Oh, nice. So, yeah. what's the scenery like? Uh, it's just it's a, pretty chill, honestly. It's yeah. just a lake. It's kind of like desert lake, you know. It's not like, green or anything, but I want to do uh, some catch and cook out there, man. Filet a couple of So, kind of out there, bro. Let's go. Yeah. Take a fucking grill there, dude. Yeah, dude. That's actually the first time I've ever gone camping, Barlet Lake. Yeah? I've never been camping at a lake, only like up in the mountains and stuff. Yeah, we were fishing for a while. I think I caught a fish about that big, bro. Honestly, that big. That's the only thing we caught. Yeah. Really? It's the only thing we caught that day. Everybody was like, hey, let's see your shark. I'm like, where's your catch? <laughs> where's your catch? That could be tough, man. Proud of that little fish. Hell yeah. Yeah, if if you're not totally like in love with it, it's hard. It's hard mm -hmm. to love sometimes because you don't catch shit. You know, you don't even feel like tired. Yeah, it's part of the game though, you know? Yeah, but you know, Patience. if you don't... If you don't catch, you never know if you're gonna catch anything. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you bring back them. Like, our fish already like killed and shit, ready to cook, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in case we would catch shit. And we yeah. Oh yeah, we caught these. We, we, caught, we caught with dicks Throw down. Them on the <laughs> so why is it still frozen, you fuck? <laughs> so when you go fishing, what's going through your mind? Uh, so I'm trying to imagine what the lure is looking like going down and what, what I'm doing to, you know, if I'm. Wanna make it look like a fish kind of thing? Yeah, like so I'm, what I'm imagining is the lure coming down or and then like so fish being around it. So I'm already imagining the fish going for it. Even when it's not, like I imagine the fish being there because I wanna attract it, you know? Awesome. Yeah. So that's always my, my mindset, you know, the fish is gonna be there and pay attention to what you're doing. I can't kinda be like, you know, unless I'm with a buddy then yeah, I get distracted and I'm like talking to him. Like, oh shit, fish on! Yeah. <laughs> what are your favorite spots to go to? Probably golf course ponds. Golf course. Nice. Golf course ponds are my favorite because they're not public, so not a lot of people know you can fish them. Uh, not a lot of people do fish them, so fish don't aren't used to seeing those lures in front of their face, you know, so they'll nice. go for like anything. Bro. Damn, you shouldn't share these secrets. <clears throat> Good, like professional bass anglers and all this shit. So you know what's cool about you just said is that is the perfect metaphor for how I see business. Really? How I see business, I see, okay, there's fish in the pond. I need to make it look this way, so I need to adjust this way. It's the same exact formula. It's just in a different aspect yeah. of life, and that's how it is everything. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so like uh, impressed with business is because it's a man-made thing that follows the laws of life. 
you know, and the mm-hmm. laws of life, you have to go out there, you have to sit there, you have to sure. put in the work, you have to take the suffering of not catching something, mm-hmm. and then patience. you get a bite. Yeah. And then you need to learn patience, you need to learn putting in the work. Patience is, ooh, uh, that's a big one, man. Thing, and most people like, don't yeah. have patience, they can't wait out the hard time. So no, most man, people, two things, two things. You gotta, you gotta know what lures are gonna try. What? Discipline, discipline goes discipline hand in hand, yeah. That's true. You have to have discipline. If you don't have discipline, you're not gonna have patience. Yeah. And then you throw in that um, debate, and yeah. then you get a bite, and then once you get that bite, it's the biggest form of like excitement and happiness. That's what keeps people happy, in right. my opinion, is you have to have a goal that you're chasing after, mm-hmm. and then you have to try to accomplish it. Yeah. The people that are sad and depressed, they don't really um, have like goals that they want to achieve, mm-hmm. you know? so they get busy thinking about being sad. Yeah, yeah like you see them posting on social media, it's like, whatever goes around, just like looking at them like, you got to something to do you know what I'm right. saying and with social media it's really cool because you can kind of get a feel for everyone's energy yeah, you know yeah, like I you can kind of get a feel for what they're like even though they're only they're putting on an act most of the time and only showing you what they want to see you still get a vibe from them yeah. and the vibe's either positive or it's negative right. or it's like looking for something you know yeah but then again I am following some individual it's a little entertaining to see you know that, that, definitely yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to surround yourself with negative energy because that's all going yeah, yeah, to yeah. feed you. you know? yeah. That's like the other day, um, some people are probably listening, like, there was drama going down in a group chat of a bunch of friends, so the first thing I did is I got out of the group chat. Nice. Like, I'm not going to have I'm not gonna have that be a part of my day. Right. You know? So, you know what I mean? Yeah, as long as you just avoid it, it's pretty mm-hmm. chill. Whereas a lot of people are just used to having drama. Like, in high school, it was the natural thing. It was always drama. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Humans are the same all the time. They like drama because it gives them something to worry about and think mm-hmm. about instead of Especially with Montebello, you would see like a fight after school almost what every day because of some stupid drama. For oh, real? It wouldn't yeah, no, there wasn't that many fights. You think <laughs> there was a lot of fights on Montebello? Not really, no. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. more of like high school-ish. More high school. Yeah, high school. Yeah. Yeah. All the taggers and all that, whatever. Because we were in like a, we were on 27 Bethany, so it was pretty like low income area but the, the crime was pretty controlled I feel like I feel like compared to like other schools where it was like a, you know, uh, like Paulo Verde I heard nothing but bad things about Paulo Verde who the fuck is Paulo Verde some school out, out in Central Phoenix Sorry, I've heard of it I've heard of it yeah and like we, did, we didn't really have a whole ton of fights but we had uh we had like a different area we had like a um, a super melting pot you know yeah it was everything that's cool. Yeah, and I think a lot of the fights when I was younger came from like Joel was trying to prove a point, you know, like, <laughs> like what what crew you claim that's it? Like, I'm fucking, I don't, I'm bang, homie. <laughs> you don't want to see Louis' hands, that's for sure. <laughs> Get him, bro. Say fuck the East, fool. I don't bang, fool. Heavyweight champion. Get that boy. What'd you say, bro? Bro, I seen those moves on the trampoline the other day. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah? I had to repost them, bro. I had to. You still got them? I still got them. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, I was like... Is your leg better? I was like, I gotta, yeah, I was like, I gotta fucking get off work early before oh. Sunday before we go to the <laughs> rumble. We'll get to that video. I'm like, God, this is an be, awesome oh, man, I, I posted it on my story though. I can oh, it's go, repost it. I can repost it either on my on my feed. You'll post it tomorrow on your feed, and I'll tell people to to go watch it on your feed. Um, they're gonna be listening to this. What's your uh, what's your uh, Instagram? Stasis underscore Bryce. Alright, so you can post that like tomorrow. I'll like post it tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. So if you guys want to watch the video, it'll be on Hector's page. 
But Louis, or you just look up Hector Ariano, Hector Ariano, and what do you wear in your profile pic? You play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Let me I think it's you and Daniel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the reason you guys gotta watch this video is Louis is a pretty big dude, man. But this guy's athletic and this guy can move. You guys gotta see this wrestling move. (laughs) See this wrestling move. Unreal. Uh, And I taught my little brother that, man. That's pretty cool. And this was on trampoline. Let me tell you something. Not most big guys could do this one thing that Louis invented called the waffle flip. This motherfucker (laughs) kind of does like a backflip. I'm like, the fuck is this? (laughs) It's like a. I get some a bounce. I, I jump and I come down on my knees. And when I bounce from my knees, I'm I'm doing a backflip. So I land oh on my, my stomach. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, that was my my finisher move back in the trampoline uh, wrestling days. Me and this guy, man, we used to. Don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll relive that maybe on Sunday before we head you out. You guys about to get a trampoline? Oh, he has one, dude. Oh, wow. I got a story about a trampoline time. So, (laughs) it was uh, Ephraim and I, we were, you know, on the street, and uh, R.I.P. Legend Daniel was with uh, Sergio on the street, and uh, they're like, what are you guys doing? Like, oh, we're we're gonna go jump. You guys wanna join us? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll go. So, we're jumping. Oh, we, we get to his house, and, you know, we take off our shoes, and this odor hits us, bro. (laughs) Like when you wet a towel, and <laughs> like real wet, right? Super damp Milky. towel and moist, you know? Like word, humid. Bro. And we're, we're just like jumping with this fucking like weird face, you know? Cause like the smell is just like not leaving. Rotten. Dude, it's just like penetrating the fucking, the, the, the jump, dude. The fucking everything, dude. The, 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 whole, the whole area was like smelling like sock. And we're like, what the hell? Who is that, dude? And then... <laughs> oh, man. It was you, Sergio. I know. We still don't know, but I'm 100% sure it was you, Sergio. And I... <laughs> I'm sorry to throw you out there, Sergio, but I saw some yellow shit in your <laughs> I love you, bro, but I know that stanky socks was you. And I need a direct answer. <laughs> Text him. <laughs> You're going to get a text right now. <laughs> it's 10.48, Sergio. And tomorrow when you're listening to this, I want to reply. I know. So. Let's go let him have his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to text you, was it you? Tomorrow, when you listen to Max. You got to put, was it you? Uh, then score Louie because she will some random chick, bro. And, yeah. No, he has my number. He has my number. Is there a sock emoji around there? <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. I think there's only shoes. Oh wait, oh, wait. I don't think there is. You might have to use shoes and then like the the smelly. Or there like, is a soggy <laughs> one. And they look stinky. Shout out to Sergio, man. You got. If I ever want to see Sergio in a fight, I'll just hand him some tequila. Oh my man, Sergio. Yep. Get that. Yeah, he's not allowed to drink tequila anymore. We put that guy in no tequila diet. <laughs> Yo, tequila just turns you into another person. Man. It's yeah, only if you want him in battle, that's all. <laughs> battle. <laughs> we got our secret, secret weapon, General. <laughs> that's like, that's like his go-go juice. Damn, man. Man, I, we all have bad experiences with tequila. I don't, know, I don't care who you are, you had that bad day with tequila. Oh, I have a picture of me, actually, after a night of tequila, man. 
and it's one of my most embarrassing pictures I have. Dope, that's going back on the feed tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I think Hector, no, Hector didn't post it. Did I? No, no, I'll show you. But I think Hector was there. See, bro, the cool thing about you is you just said this is one of the most embarrassing photos of me ever, and he's gonna show it to us. How cool. Me after tequila. Damn, bro. Yeah, so this is me after tequila, man. And that's the last time I drank that shit. I gotta ask you this. Alright, I wanna make a shirt here. Uh -huh. This is, remember we were talking about design shit. Right. Like, this is the funniest shit I could ever think of. I was thinking about this the other day. And I'm like, I'll write on the shirt, give me a hand. J1. <laughs> Give me a hint with that picture on that shirt. Oh yeah, dude. I want that face. Yo, so you shirt. guys know Ephraim's about to start a fashion company? Yeah. Uh, I had, like leather listening. jacket or whatever. Yeah, I was listening to your bro. podcast. Yeah, I heard that. Nice. So Louis, you're gonna be doing comedy for yeah. sure. We're gonna make that happen. Hector, what's, what kind of if you could uh, do something all day long and get paid for it, what would it be? Besides your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what's Maybe you should too? be taking care of the jokes. Hey, right? what can I say, man? Um, I come <laughs> I from like, a family I, I, good dreams. Pair me and Hector together. Pair me and Hector. Yeah, together. I said me and Louis. Yeah, but no, if a little, a little thing about uh, your mom jokes, man. And actually, you know, they're fun, right? Oh, absolutely. Hell fun. Hell yeah. Yeah, growing up, like you just say your mom jokes, and like it's not even. It's just so somebody can know the joke that you know. You know. Mm -hmm. So it's this guy at Amazon actually freaking. We were working in the in the dock, and we were loading up the trailers with the boxes, whatever. And we're all, we're all, we're messing around, typical Mexicans, la madre, you know, whatever, all this stuff. <laughs> and it happens to be like, hey, hey, wait, vas a ir? He looks at me like, where, donde? A chingar tu madre? <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me with the straightest face ever, he's like, don't talk, to, don't talk about my mom like that, bro, you don't know me. And he, he was on the other side of the conveyor belt. He like, he like, you know, squares up. He's like, well, I mean, I'll go over there right now. You don't know me, bro. Uh -huh. He does that? Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, so how well did you know this guy? <laughs> I've known him for like a year or two. Really? A whole year or two? So I'm a, grown, a grown man, got, you know, kids, wife. Something? And you got a super mad about your mom joke. <laughs> He's straight up threatening, bro. I, guess, He's I, like, I will go over the there right now, bro. You don't know me. I remember that. in high school, bro. One time, Bong Long pulled some shit on you like that, like some your mama shit, and then um, it got dark. Or what? No, and then he he pulled a your mama joke back, and then he kept going. Hector kept going. Dude, I don't even remember jumped. the exact same thing. That's what happened. And then, then Bong Long was like, Bong Long was like, all right, that's enough. You know, and Hector's like, you started it. <laughs> Hector's like, you started it. Bro, you can't roast it, bro. You will get roasted Hector in the worst fuck, ways man. ever, man. Hector will just laugh at you. He'll just be like, ha. <laughs> it's like, ineffective. Hector's quick, too. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, dude. So it's I kind of like, want to tell you guys a joke. Ah, uh, let's hear it. A fishing joke. So this guy's fishing, you know. He has a couple in already. He has like five in a bucket. And the game warden comes in. Are you talking up. about beers or fish? No, fish. Oh, fish, damn it. Fish. No. Bad fish. start. <laughs> he might have had some beers in him already. <laughs> so he has about like five fish in a bucket and the game warden comes up. And he's like, sir, can I see your license? I'm like, license? License for what? So like, well, you need a license to catch fish. It's state regulation. I'm like, oh, I didn't catch these fish. These fish are my pets. Your pets? Yeah, I come out here every day, I let them do a little swimming, I whistle, and they come right back. Bullshit, says the warden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shitting you, warden. Okay. 
I'm gonna write you a ticket, but I'm not gonna sign it. If you can prove that these fish are your pets, I won't, I won't sign this ticket. All right, so the guy lets the fish go. Gives it a couple minutes, you know, get the little gills going. <laughs> and he's like, all right, call him back. Call what back? The fishes. What fishes? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker got off scotch free, bro. Catch and release, baby. Never take the catch. Lesson learned. There was a video like that too. It was like some guy on drugs. He gets caught by the police. He's like, hold on, officer. Hold on, hold on. It's Every time I try to flush them down the toilet, they appear in my back pocket. <laughs> Alright, let me see. Flushes them down the toilet, bro. It's like, alright, I'm waiting. For what? <laughs> For what? For the drugs. You want your drugs? <laughs> yeah, you got him. You got him. Good climb the sink. You can fuck with silly stuff. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> Some cops are cool. I ran into yeah. some cool cops. Everybody says they have the police until you get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true, man. But I mean, what you supposed to do? These guys are taking you to get locked away. Naturally, you're just going to not like that. But okay, we all say, you know, we all have views. But have you guys ever had a personal experience with the police? Good and bad? Yes. I've had both. Yeah. First time I got pulled over, I had it was like two, three weeks after I got my home civic. I had no license. Because at the time, DACA recipients weren't allowed to get licenses in Arizona. And I didn't have insurance on it because I spent all my fucking money on the car. And I got pulled over doing like 80 on a, on a 55. See, that's your fault. <laughs> that was my fault, yeah. You know, I was, I was thinking I was a little Mr. Badass with a quarter of oil in my engine. <laughs> <laughs> and I got pulled over by Highway Patrol. And then he, he, he did this spiel, you know, license registration. I gave it to him. He came back like you don't you don't have a license like no all I have is a DACA card I can't get a license you know so he's like okay I'm gonna let you off with the warning yeah. um, I'm only gonna write you a ticket for no insurance go get insurance and you know go to your court date with proof of insurance and you should either get it waived or reduce fee I'm not gonna write you a ticket for no license I'm not gonna impound your car for no insurance so just drive safe you know he saw that I, it was my first time being pulled over probably second time. Fucking uh, undercover cop. I was on my way to school, and my school was right. This was after I went to Central because I was I wasn't doing so hot there, so I went to another little fucking catch up school, and uh, it was right on the corner of Seventh Street and Thomas. So I kind of had to go a little bit more forward to do like a, a U turn back. So <clears throat> I go in the yellow lane and I see like an Impala behind me. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And then, boom, I see the lights in, inside. And I'm like, fuck, maybe he's not pulling me over, you know? So, like, I still go inside the apartments. And, yep, sure enough, he was pulling me over. Pulled me over because I had a cracked windshield. Impounded my car. Man. Cost, like, like yeah. 1100 in, like, fees and, like, everything to get it out. And it, I couldn't get it out for, like, a month. $1,100. Wow. $1,100. Yeah. Damn, cracked windshield mm -hmm. or something. But yeah. yeah, same. I had good experiences and bad experiences, but most of the bad experiences I put myself in. But one bad experience is when I was like skating down the street, I just left my house. Mm -hmm. I just turned the corner. This cop, uh, Tahoe, pulls up. They like pulled me over on my skateboard. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to pull someone up over on your skateboard? Mm -hmm. And then they uh, they said they had a report of somebody uh, matching my description, Robin's, uh, like packages in the area. Your description? Yeah, she said it was your exact description. And I was like, really? I was like, I just just left my house. I was like, okay. And she was like, um, 
like, uh, what do you have in your backpack? And I'll, and she's like, do you mind if we search your backpack? And they're not allowed to search your yeah, backpack unless you give them permission. Yeah. And I was like, well, I prefer if you don't. And the dude looked at me, he's like, well, I guess we're going to have to do an investigation. And I was like, whatever, dude. So I opened up my backpack, showed them there was nothing in there, mm-hmm. and then they let me go. But the fact is, like, that's a police state. When you can pull somebody over and apply pressure to them to open up their backpack and show you what they got, that's too much control. Yeah, dude, it is. Like, how... <laughs> How coincidental was it that you matched the exact you right. know, description of the suspect? And, you know, like, it would have been different if I was around the block the whole time and somebody saw me outside when the yeah. package went missing, but I had just left my house. Yeah, I was like, hey, we got a John Cena looking motherfucker out here selling my prime packages. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point is too much control too much control, you know? Yeah. Like one thing I was thinking about today is I feel like you know masculinity, right? Like, masculinity, yeah, yeah. It's almost being suppressed right now. You think and, so? Oh, absolutely. Why, Why do you think, think so? Because <laughs> men were a lot more different, like uh, 50, even uh, 25 years ago, like when they were being raised. Now it's uh, it's more a lot less like manliness and like strength and uh, guns and all that stuff. It's a lot more artistic and it's a lot more like less focus on like battle and things, mm-hmm. and it's almost being like pushed that way. I think so also, but uh, I think it's a lot of the the bad things of, of masculinity that went yeah. away. But of course, with that goes some good things, you know, what would be considered good things. Like, I think a lot of what changed was like the respect for women and how women were seen in the eyes of men. Like, you know, it was okay to be like, oh, you know, that bitch over there. But see, when I think masculinity, I don't think anything to do with oppressing women at all. Mm-hmm. I think about like being ready for war and being ready to protect the homeland. Okay. Because, you know, that was like men's objective back in the day. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like if you weaken that objective, it puts Mm -hmm. you in danger. If you weaken the objective of we got to protect the homeland, whatever it takes, it like, it makes that barrier soft. It can break through that barrier because the full force. And that's what I think of when masculinity, I think we're protective. Yeah. Not so much negative. Yeah, that's true. And right now, masculinity has a really negative connotation to it. Like when I said masculinity. Yeah, I thought negative. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think positive when I think masculinity. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference is I feel like you have been taught to see masculinity as a negative thing. Whereas I have been taught to see masculinity as a positive thing that protects. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I feel like it's being suppressed because it's a positive thing, not a negative thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so a little bit of uh, showtime right now, making everybody <laughs> think twice a little bit. That's true, yeah. Because, you know, that was my first instinct when you were talking about masculinity. It, you know, of course, I know there's like positive and negative to everything, but the first thing you always think of something is obviously how you, you perceive it, right, you know? Exactly. So, you know. I did think twice on that one, Max. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Man. So <laughs> yeah. if masculinity is a positive thing, then we don't have to suppress it. <clears throat> masculinity is protection. That's true. Think twice. Yeah. Cocksucker. <laughs> 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 so smart, Max. Nah, no, not smart at all. But I like to make everyone consider another option. Yeah. My oh, option. Yeah. Everyone has a different option. Mm-hmm. What do you think on um, on the whole issues going on right now with uh, with the government shutdown still, um, being, still so being down? Unfortunately, because I work a lot more, I don't get to keep up as much in politics. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all it's used as is a leverage tool in a negotiation. Oh yeah, I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, that's all it's it's all it's about is it's a leverage in a negotiation 
if uh, if Donald Trump really wanted to build the wall, he could send the military to do it legally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a commander in chief. I believe he has the power to build some sort of wall using the military funds in order to do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that he wants to do that because he wants to show that he can make a deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it's really cool because uh, deals are the new form of war. Like in the in the old days, the form of war was kill somebody, right? Now there's economics and there's money, so the new form of deal is negotiation. And I was it's funny because I was thinking about this book called The Art of War. If you guys have not read The Art of War by Sun Tzu yet, you need to read it many, many times because he kind of like he you have to study it actually. He shows you how to win. He shows you like what you would have to do in order to adjust. And the more times you read it, the more it kind of becomes your subconscious. You know, I was reading that and I didn't get it. It was so like, yeah, well, but that was what I felt was the same. It's a strategy as well. I mean, this motherfucker killed sixty other samurais in combat. It Incredible. Takes focus. Not a single loss, or else he would have been yeah. dead. God, he'll kill fitting me. Yeah, how crazy is that? That me and you, we would just be down to go in a samurai war and not stop till someone's dead. But there's strategy involved. Oh, absolutely. There's, I mean, there's yeah, your life's focus, on the line. Yeah. Everything's involved. So, I mean, Your there's primal something there. there. Yeah. Teach you something. yeah, there's something about the formulas. Like we were talking about earlier, everything's the same formula. Mm-hmm. Same as that. Um, do you guys feel like companies are cashing in on nostalgia nowadays? Can you explain nostalgia? I don't have a good idea what that is. Uh, nostalgia is like, you know, something that makes you feel a feeling of back then. That's the definition I have for it. You know, a feeling of like, you know, of how you that happened in the past yeah so like say for example like for me nostalgia is donkey kong every time i see donkey kong i just remember being a kid stuck on that super nintendo yes. trying to pass those jungle levels you know that feeling of being a kid that feeling of living in that apartment sitting right in front of my parents bed you know in in their bedroom that's that feeling that, it gives you a sense of right. dopamine right? yeah yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because you were trained to do that. You know, you were trained to like love this or you found that mm-hmm. and you're like, I love this. And then now it still makes you happy. So you'll forever have a connection to that energy. And I'm somewhat a, a video gamer. Not really. Just like, you know, very, very just a tip. <laughs> and uh, lately they've been pumping out all these like old classic games. Yeah. You know, they've been remastering them. They've been. You know, kind of tugging at those brothers, yeah, tugging at those nostalgia strings, and I feel like that's a really, really good marketing tool. Yeah, exactly. That's about the super. And you you hit it on the head. It's really good marketing tool because the millennials are the biggest generation of all time, so they have to follow you your whole life. So they have to adjust. You know, you like that stuff in the past. Now they gave you a break from it, and they remind you. Yeah, remind you again. So who knows? Maybe in ten years we'll be cranking that soldier boy like uh, <laughs> like Vargas said in the last episode. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh my goodness! Fucking Vargas, man! I used to hang out with that dude in like third grade or something like that. Yeah, Vargas was like early, early in the freaking yeah. Shout out to Vargas, by the way. But yeah, early, early in the Montebello days, bro, we'd be yeah. walking like the school field. Yeah. I don't know. This fool goes up to a girl. Hey, you want to go out? <laughs> I, I never really I had like one on one before. I guess. Cool guy, man. I just always known him, you know. I just yeah. always knew who, known who he was, but I never really got to talk to him. Yeah, you tasted those tuttle lips, boy. So, remember when when you said that when we first met? 
and we lock thighs. <laughs> we lock thighs over your My Chemical Romance, the Black Parade album cover in your binder. I just see Chewy. Hey, you like rock? You like Sean too? And then you look at my binder. Like, hey, rockero. I basically look up like this, and you're smiling, and I'm like, whoa. I'm <laughs> <laughs> smiling. All I saw was Linkin Park and MCR, and I was like, man, this is my type of guy. Yeah, I was rocking the whole hundred Show people that I have good taste. But I was a little confused because you're rocking uh, Jordan, bro. So I was like, is he a baller? Is he a rocker? Is he, you know, what's I was going playing on? Playing basketball, Louis. <laughs> I, was, I was sick that day. <laughs> I was sick that day. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, you probably heard this story before, and I told these guys. But you were my first friend moving to the West Side. I appreciate you. You're the first guy that went over to my house, and then my mom was like, "Who's that guy?" And I was we like, know you. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Time, and yeah. I didn't know your name, bro. I was like, oh, that's my friend Ricky. <laughs> 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 Yo, hold on. If we've been calling this guy by the wrong name since middle school, where the hell did you get Alfred from? Alfred? Oh, it's a Ukel. Ukel. Ukel? Yeah, yeah. Ukel. You saw him call him Alfredo, uh, Efren. Yeah, he called me all these nicknames. All these nicknames. He was like, he's the Alfred Terminator or something. Yeah. He, he makes something with the Terminator. Yeah, he like, was like, I, oh, no, 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 it was a Ukelinator, my bad. Ukelinator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he used to call him like Alfred Sauce and stuff like that. Yeah, Alfred Sauce, there you yeah. go. He's like, Alfred Sauce. Alfred Sauce. Like, yeah, me and Zoe. Alfred Yeah. Me and Zoe would always just make fun of him, you know, like Alfred, Alfred, Alfred. So it just stuck. It just you know? stuck Alfred yeah. just stuck. Yeah. And. It, you know, I know his name is Ephraim. Yeah, because I've known him before when you like before you guys too, and it's just like I don't know where. Oh, his name is Alfred. You know yeah, when it started? I know exactly when it started. What? It was in uh, Mr. Tuttle's class. He started calling him Alfred. Who? Mr. Tuttle called him Alfred. Mr. Tuttle called him Alfred. I'm pretty sure that's how it started. Really? Yeah. That's the case. Damn, Brian, you started something. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember you Cal calling him Alfred too, and we used to we used to clown him. Oh, well, he was in the basketball team, so he probably. So yeah, probably that's where it came from. Yeah. yeah, that's probably where it came from. Huh, so it was you. <laughs> Why are you calling my person? That's weird. Because I'm an adult. <laughs> call him Just call him Tuttle. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's fine. Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Reminds me of Family Guy when Stewie's been the shit out of Brian for all that money. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a fortune that episode of the day, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, let's spill the beans here. Which model Bell teacher was the bitch? Miss <laughs> Telesco. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking This doesn't shit. concern you, Lemonhead. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what she said to you? She, no, she had a Lemonhead, bro. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I remember we got cookies at Mrs. Ochoa's class, and we were like, we were getting a second round of cookies, and this bitch came out of nowhere to grab some of, like, I think Mario bought oh. it. And Mario was like, oh, hell no, don't let that stick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it wasn't it, like, at the end of a month, it, the whole class didn't get, like, something on their grizzly cards. They got a, yeah. a cookie party or some bullshit. Like, some dumb incentive, you know? And hey, yeah. but it worked. Just like business incentives, yeah. you know? But you know, I was beyond that. I was like, cookies? Like, you couldn't, you know, bribe us with something a little extra? Well, pizza party? Yeah, that wasn't enough for me. I never liked to sell. <laughs> Dude, I love the pizza from Montebello. Really? It was good, yeah. I like, oh, I like the lemon cakes. Even the teriyaki oh, meats. Oh, uh, powder sugar. You remember those teriyaki meats? You know what? The teriyaki meats? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
those like little tacos they used to give you. I was that kid that would always ask like the kid that wouldn't eat his lunch. Like, Yo, can I? <laughs> oh, yeah, can I get it? That shit was like the donut, the donuts in the morning, bro. Yeah, little chocolate donuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, With a little pizza, a little extra milk, real quick into your jacket. <laughs> I remember like they would have to like line us out like each like each row instead of yeah. just like if you wanted to leave, you could leave. That is bullshit. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you, So, mind? I was listening to your last episode. You guys brought up Mr. Scott, right? Yeah. Oh. I, got, I had Mr. Scott also, and I got a Mr. Scott story. He used to go, like, when when people would ask, like, you know, oh, hey, Mr. Scott, can you help me? He'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 what's going on? And then, like, he'd go up to, like, his crotch, bro. He was, uh, like, you know, he was an ethnic fellow. So he was packing, you know, where it mattered, and he'd put his whole crotch, bro, like up against the, up against the desk of the students, and like I'd just be like dumbfounded. Mm. Like, Jesus Christ! I bet he has to fold it for it to fit. He needed to rest it for a second. Yeah, dude, he needed to rest it. That's why he's always falling asleep. Man was tired hey, of holding no his wonder. giant dick up. Wait. <laughs> I'd be tired too if I was packing that many pounds down there. Dude, oh, no, never mind. I was thinking Mr. Spear. He came to your house? I think he came Why? to my house, bro, Dude, bro. because uh, I think my brother was this, you know, troublemaker. Oh, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker came to my house. What do you say? I don't know. Asleep? <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I recognize that voice and I'm like, is that, is that who I think it is? Scott? <laughs> So you don't remember why he was there? Like no, exactly. no, no, I know, I know why. I think it was because of my brother. Yeah. Man. I'm like, Scott, is that my house? <laughs> That's weird. I've never had a teacher at my house. <laughs> no, my principal and uh, yeah, and that guy were the only ones that ever. Yeah, when I was a young kid. Who, cool, Mr. Sprout? I remember Dr. Brawley. Oh, that was the first principal. Yeah, yeah, I remember I was suspended. I did not take like that home. lady. Really? Why? Because I was suspended. Why did you get suspended? I don't remember, but. I'm spending. I came to school anyways. That's some bullshit. I'm here to learn, bitch. But <laughs> here to learn, bitch. But yeah, that Dr. Riley was just like, she fucking was like, let's go to my car. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> did she, did bitch, she took me her. home. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was a weird thing. But That's pretty cool. This bitch knows where I live. You yeah, only live down the street. Doing a good job being a principal. A principal usually is not going to spend their time driving a kid home to tell someone else to, but yeah, man, she, she drove me home. That's pretty cool. Over. Well, she had like a short run when I was there. I remember. Yeah, she was only like first, second uh, grade, maybe. She took me to ISD one time. For the first time, I was like in first grade. I cried. Yeah. Right. They put me in ISD for something I didn't do. I was like, it's not fair. I remember. Like, we got to tell these kids, it's okay. Detention. You know, it won't hurt you in the future. It would suck, but it's not going to hurt you. You did time for I something did some time, that you didn't bro. Yeah, I, I was thinking about when I was in ISD, I was thinking about getting like that web tattoo. On <laughs> the, <laughs> You're like the Stephen Avery of elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> you did time for something you didn't do. Um, I got out, though. I'm a new man. Yeah. Changed. I entered the second grade and I was a new man. Yeah? Yeah. What's your guys' most memorable memorable grade school year for you? Yeah, the, the last two years, seventh yeah, and eighth. Seventh and eighth? What about you? I kind of just see them all like. Ever since sixth grade, honestly, sixth through eighth grade, man. Yeah, that was yeah. just like a little era for you. I just remember like certain scenes. I don't remember like everything went on. That's kind of how I'm with everything. I kind of remember mm-hmm. like. Everything that happened, not day to day, I can't tell you day to day, but like events that transpired yeah. throughout weeks and stuff, like our, like, you know, There's crushes I had, or, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it goes that way. Man, 
Those are some awkward days, though. Oh, yeah. Covering your boner with your binder. We had a Jewish teacher, and this motherfucker decided oh, to put a swastika. Dr. Seppel, yeah, that motherfucker. And the guy was black. What's his name? Um, Le'Veon? Terry Levante. 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 <laughs> you put a freaking swastika. Like, you're, you're a black Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, now here's a stupid thing because after school, they they were looking for me for some reason. Freaking, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna call it. All right, Shelby and uh, Giovanni. Shelby. Shelby. I remember Shelby. Shelby and Giovanni. They, I guess they told them that it was me and someone else that you did it to. That I did it to. Yeah. I'm just like, what uh, the hell? So they were looking for me, and I think Christian. Tall Christian, black Christian. Yeah. Oh, rice? Rice, yeah, rice Christian. Saying, saying the, can you get this motherfucker for me? Dude, that kid, uh, what's his name? Devante? Levante. Levante. He ended up stabbing uh, Alan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. He stabbed Alan smelling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you catch him smoking? Like, yeah. Cigarettes? No, no, no. He, he was like an eighth grade, right? This is this like white kid that obviously didn't come from a good home. You know, his parents were probably like on drugs. Not cool to assume, but you know, that's what it seemed like. And like, he would always brag about how he smoked. And we're like, bro, what's about Alan? Alan, yeah. With the mo- he got the well, mohawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you remember? Sure. He was, he was wild. a clean guy. Like he, he was a clean guy? Yeah. Barely. Whatever. Well, <laughs> I saw with the mohawk. Dude. Because he was hanging out with that Xavier kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know. At first, you know, he hung out with us, but he was just too weird, bro. Yeah, he was wild. He was just too weird. He was escape with him. I have a couple of stories that bad. So, he uh, he got stabbed by that fucking... What's the Levante? Levante, yeah. He got stabbed by that Levante. Baker. Calm Baker. I remember for the end of the year, we all went to Castles and Coasters for the promotion. He stabbed him there? No, not, that's not when he stabbed him. So he had gotten snake bites for right, for promotion, right? Because he thought he was a little badass. And Doctor Seppel wasn't having that. You know how it wasn't school regulations to have extreme piercings or like extreme haircuts yeah. and shit like that. So she's like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. <clears throat> so she got this man off the bus, bro, and said he couldn't go to castles and cars. Remember that? Yeah. You remember pissed. that? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was like, this is bullshit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it made me chop my hair, my mohawk when I had. A yeah, and yours was barely a mohawk. Yeah, it does not You look like Totodile from Pokemon. <laughs> it, was, it was some bullshit. I don't know what. It was my mohawk. Because that was the day he cut it, right? He like cut a yeah, mohawk. Yeah, he, he got like a, an actual mohawk yeah. and she got his head. snake bites. Yeah. And dude. That's, how crazy is that? A kid was trying to be himself and she said, nah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Man. Not going to happen. You can't be yourself. You got to be this way. And that was the, the, the Jewish teacher, Dr. Sutton. I hope you're hearing that. That was such a Wow. Man, teachers. <laughs> teachers, it's so I feel like some teachers really had like some against some students, dude. Like now that I'm older, I'm like they have. Why wouldn't to. they? They gotta see it every day. I see some kids and I'm like, man, I slapped the fuck out of that kid if I got the opportunity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I know these teachers were like, you know, done with some of these students. So, man, he was just one of those kids, you know. Oh, so yeah, back to the story about him smoking. So we asked, bro, what do you smoke? He's like, stress, bro. <laughs> stress? You're all of 13 years old. What the fuck you stressed about? And he's just like, you don't want to know, bro. <laughs> that's all he said. And that's all we got from him. That's all you needed to know. That's all, I, I guess. I didn't want to know. Well, 
Alright guys, it's showtime. Out.